Welcome to the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. Today's show is about surfing, Ireland, and two old-school Calvary Chapel bros who formed a lifelong church planting friendship. I'm your host, Brian Kelly, and today we have with us Jeff Geip and Jimmy Orate on the show. Jeff is the Director of Development and CFO for the Calvary Global Network, and Jimmy is the pastor of Transformation Calvary in Rancho Cucamonga, California. He has over 40 years pastoral and church planting experience. They'll be sharing their story of church planting in Ireland, We'll be talking about the way bigger churches can help smaller churches plant more churches. I often get asked a question from small church pastors how they can plant a church when they themselves have little to no resources. Well, the answer is found in today's episode because Jeff and Jimmy did just that. Let's listen in. All right, welcome everybody to the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. And uh, I'm here today, I'm really excited about this episode because I'm here with two experienced veterans of church planting, of pastoring. Uh, I got Pastor Jimmy Orate here with us with 40 plus years pastoral experience. And um, I've got our good friend here at CGN, Jeff Geip, who is the, uh, what, what was your title again? You just told oh, me re- recently. <laughs> Director of Development and CFO. A director of De- Development and CFO. CFO. Is that what you say to yeah. people when you meet them? Yeah, you know, Director I of don't. De- Development and. <laughs> he just says, pray for me. <laughs> he says, pray for me, yeah. Yeah, just pray for me. <laughs> oh, good. So I've got these guys in here, and they have a really unique and amazing story of church planting. And I asked them to come on the, the show and to share that with us because their story is an international one. It's, uh, um, it's a story of a smaller church working together with a bigger church. Uh, so a lot of good content, I feel like, for especially young church planners or church planners from smaller churches that maybe want to start to think or be tempted to think, hey, this can't happen to us. We can't do this, especially if it's an international endeavor or like a mission thing. Um, So I've asked these guys to come in and um, to share their experience. And I'm really glad to have you guys. Thanks for thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having us, Brian. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, Jeff, you and Jimmy planted a church in Ireland, of all places. Ireland. 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 Was that was that your attempt of an Irish accent? <laughs> it was a, right? Or that was a pirate? Oh, man. My pirate accent. My pirate accent. Irish accent. Exactly the same. So tell us about that. What what happened? How'd that happen? Yeah, it is. It's quite an amazing story. It's it's one of those stories that you can only say God could do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It kind of started back in 2007. Um, we had planted a church in Newport Beach in 2005, so we were a, a new church, two years old. Um, our church was built on the fact that I was the surf coach at Calvary Chapel for five years, and those, uh, many of those kids I had on the surf team had graduated from high school, went to college, got married, started having babies, and they came to our church, and that's kind of what birthed our church. So I was always known as the surfing pastor. Um, ironically, not the, a very good surfer. So um, it was just kind of one of those things that happened. And Could you hang 10? I cannot hang 10. Okay. All right. <laughs> Off the sidewalk. <laughs> hang 10 if into the I water. Do, huh? It's completely by accident. So, uh, <laughs> I laugh because we've surfed together. Okay. Yeah. I don't surf at right. all, so I'm okay. not one to judge. So 
In 2007, I was, uh, I think it was a Sunday evening, I was coming home from church and I got a phone call from a friend of mine that was in Ireland. Uh, he was an evangelist. He was one of those crazy guys that went and preached Jesus on the streets. And he just met some really interesting people. And while he was there, he met a young man um, by the name of John McCarthy. And Not John to be McCarthy confused with John MacArthur. Oh, no. No, no. He's... <laughs> Completely it's different. funny each time. We told that joke already once today. So it was it was predestined to occur. <laughs> yeah, it was predestined to occur, and the Holy Spirit wasn't involved. That's right. <laughs> we'll cut. We'll edit that out. Sorry, yeah, I don't want exactly. to be too controversial. Go ahead. Okay, John McCarthy. John McCarthy and McCarthy was a professional surfer in Ireland, and part of an organization called Surfers for Christ in Ireland, and he had become a believer and um, just on fire for the Lord. So John at that time had a surf camp, probably the largest surf camp in the UK. Um, hundreds of kids coming through there. They surf the over there? There oh, is yeah. surf. Actually, okay. pretty good surf. It's, if, yeah. I heard a story one time about Calvary Chapel's you know, there used to be a thing where you, if you were planting a Calvary Chapel, it had to be next to somewhere that there was surfing at. You know? <laughs> so, and then someone planted a Calvary Chapel in England somewhere, and they're like, oh, no one's ever heard of this town. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're surfing there. Yeah. I don't even know it's, what the, that's, that's. That's probably in Cardiff, wouldn't it? Yeah, with Phil Pachonas, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, I don't even know. And, and for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but regardless of that, so so uh, my friend, the evangelist, calls and says, hey, John has a surf camp. He's wanting some young surfers to come over and to help give surf instructions. And so we had uh, three young people in our church that we sent over there, and they were there for a summer. And during that summer, they, they started a Bible study in a couple's house named Anne and Nigel. And um, so the Bible study was going. Tyler was leading worship, and um, they had, a, I think, they were Nigel, surfing. I was surfing. No, I wasn't there. <laughs> they were yeah, surfing. They were they surfing. They were surfing. Oh, yeah. Well, Man, it doesn't get better than that. Huh? And, uh, and so God was just starting to do something. And then that was in 2007. And then um, at the end of that, we sent over a team, like in the fall of 2007, we sent over a team from our church. Um, I think we had about eight to 10 people from our church went over. And one of them was a young woman named Mary, which Jimmy knows. And mm -hmm. So Jimmy, we did, you weren't even involved at this point whatsoever. You had, had no, no, you didn't know anything about Irish surfers, nothing, nothing. All I, I knew Jeff when okay. he first began the church there in Newport. Um, and we were just kind of conversing, having conversations back and forth, but that was about it. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> and so uh, so we we sent this team over and we do outreaches. Mary is a, a singer and we had about 30 Irish people come over and we fed them and just was really just pouring into the community, getting to know people. And so we got to know them a bit. And so um, in 2008 is uh, Jimmy and I had become closer friends at that time and we went to Israel together. But John McCarthy and Mary and were went to Israel with us, and man, we had such a great time. Wasn't that great, Jimmy? Oh yeah, we had it. It was an incredible time. It was. It was yeah. a lot. What do you guys do when you're in Israel? You do the tour, or do you like do your own thing? We do a tour. Yeah. We do a tour, and we drink coffee, and we go do things that 
they tell us not to do because yeah, okay. it's more exciting that we way. won't put any of those examples <laughs> no. on the show then you'll get, come after you <laughs> that was so let me get some background for those who don't know jimmy you come from a church in ratchet right it's that's in southern california right. calvary chapel that's been there what's the name of the church again transformation transformation that's right, that's right. i should know this by now. <clears throat> i should write things down i guess well, that's all right no we changed the name <laughs> okay you transformed the name yeah, into yeah. transformation yeah. And uh, so your church has been there a while, and it's uh, like a fairly large church, or what's uh, the... Yeah, it was, you know, it was, kept us busy. Okay. It was a good-sized church, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things I think we want to get at on this episode that people are really asking about is, if my church is small, um, I, people think this, if my church is small, I can't be involved in church planting, because we don't have the resources, we don't have the people to spare, like... You know, you, you come from a church, most churches are under 100 people, mm-hmm. you know, 50 people. If you got 50 people, one of them's the worship leader, the cleaner, the usher, the That's bulletin the printer. Yeah, and the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> and the pastor. So, hey, can you send us a worship leader to church plant? No, because then we send the pastor too. But um, so that's the kind of the mentality that we want to overcome. And what we're getting at here is, and just to set the stage, Jimmy comes from a little bit of a larger church, whereas Jeff was um, from a smaller church congregation. What would you say about how many people, Jeff, were in your church at this point? At this time, I would say maybe 80 adults. Yeah. And maybe yeah, So and that's the there. normal. That's actually a, a good size right. church in America. That's a normal size. That's exactly right. But can yeah. a church like that plant other churches? So you meet up with Jimmy. You're in Israel breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. So Jeff how'd you was. Get, how'd you, oh, yeah, Jeff was. That's right. <laughs> He implicated you, but how did you get to Ireland from uh, Israel? And this con- how is this connection made? And well, the connection really, you know, it's kind of interesting how the Lord works. I had just started learning how to serve. I started. Did Jeff teach you? No, I wouldn't have him teach me. <laughs> he can't even hang ten. <laughs> and so, so when Jeff introduced me to uh, John, he introduced him as. Uh, a great surfer, but at the time, John, didn't he, wasn't he the Irish champion there? Yeah, it was, it was a few years before then, but yes, he yeah, was yeah. the so, Irish champion. So here was a well-known surfer, and so we just hit it off, and we, all we did was talk about surfing. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, and I heard that he was from Ireland, and I wasn't even thinking about any church plant or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff, uh, maybe you should pick it up here, Jeff, because you already had been, no, you were going to go, you had been there, hadn't you already? Yeah, I'd been there 2007, and then we went to Israel, and then we had all talked about going together, in two, right. and that was in 2008 when we finally, when right. we all went. Yeah, what was the, the conversation t- that you guys had, Jimmy, when, when he came to you, what did he say? Because we're, I'm trying to get into the practical stuff of like, okay, okay. I'm from an 80-person church, you're from a... Two million people church. Yeah, I'm coming to you. <laughs> what was that? How did that? I mean, it sounds if, like it's relational, first of all. But. Well, if I recall correctly, I, when I when I found out that Jeff was going to go, I said, "Hey, you know, I've never been to Ireland. Do you mind if I tag along?" And you know, I go like, "Why not?" Because we did I, he? Did you know that he wanted to help this church plant over there at this point? No, I, no, it was just kind of. So was I want to go to Ireland. He says, "You want to go see what's happening?" I go, "Yeah, man, let's go to Ireland." Hey, I've never been there. You know, I've been other places, but not ever been yeah. there. So let's go. Okay, all right. So we went, and they were do, we're having a Bible study, home Bible study at Nigel's house, 
and uh, kind of scoped it out, started praying, well, you know, what do we do here? You know, God, yeah. what are you doing? And uh, then we continued to, we returned, right, Jeff? It was on that trip that um, we started praying that maybe we would want to be part of a plant, um, church plant. And in fact, we, uh, we had a young guy that was serving at the Bible College in Hungary at that time that was <sighs> hungry to plant a church in Ireland. <laughs> yes, pun intended. And uh, his name was Jeremy Foster. And, and so Jeremy had come over and met with us as well at that same time. And so, so this was the trip. You, I, I kind of like how this is coming together because what I'm hearing is that you had no heart for Ireland. Of course, you have a heart for the Great Commission, church planting, right, things like right. that. But this it was not on your radar. And all of a sudden, it wasn't about church planting. It was just kind of like, come out and see this place. But you knew kind of, Jeff, in the back of your mind, like, this is there's something happening here. There's these guys over there. And I know that this... So it's almost like... Not, I wouldn't say tricking him or anything, but just like, hey, come and see what what God is doing here, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that, hey, this could be. And I, I think it's good because you know, coming from Cultivate and our church planning program, it's like a lot of times senior pastors, especially, they need to see the vision. Senior pastors, for the most part, are visionaries. They need to be able to see and touch and talk to those people in that place. And mm -hmm. once you put someone in that environment, there's a lot of there's a, a lot happens. Uh, yeah, something can happen inside. Yeah. So, yeah, what happened, Jeff? Yeah, so, of course, these are conversations that John and I were having at, at times, like, could God do a church? And, you know, I was thinking Jeremy would be the guy. Jeremy was a Calvary Chapel guy. He was a Calvary Chapel Bible College teacher. He loved Ireland. He felt like the Lord was calling him there. So he, he was part of that, that whole initial thing back in 2008 when we all came together and um, at the time, both John and Steve, John McCarthy and Steve Bull, were um, part of a church in Ennis, um, which is a city about 20 miles outside of Lahinch, if I remember correctly. And uh, it was more of a reformed type church. And so um, it was a great church. The, the brothers there were just so awesome. It was so much fun to work with them. And so Jimmy and I and Steve, or Jimmy and I and John, and um, uh, went to meet with these board, the board of this church to talk to him about planning a church, a Calvary Chapel in Lahinch, and seeing if they would, you know, come alongside and support us and be part of that work. And it was funny because we're sitting around the room and Jeremy's going, yeah, you know, we're Calvary this and we're Calvary that. And, <laughs> and one of the guys goes, uh, what's Calvary? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it was really funny. Isn't that it where Jesus really died? It, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, they, you kind of take it for that, granted, like people outside of Southern California, we do. you know, especially mm -hmm. outside of the United States, um, you know, it's starting to become more well-known, um, which is a good thing, I think. And through the Calvary global network and that sort of thing. But yeah, you're right. It's like, what's a, what's a Calvary? Is that a good yeah. thing? Is that a cult? We, they thought it, we, we were in Africa, East Africa, for 10 years. We were missionaries there. And they thought, and they thought is this a cult? You know, because they had different, you know, mm. white missionaries coming in starting cults and stuff. So they're like, oh, this must be a cult. But yeah, sure enough, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was funny because we left that meeting and we knew, I think Jimmy and I knew that 
Jeremy was not Jeremy the guy. Jeremy was not the person. <laughs> <laughs> and and but, so, but, but not to take away from Jeremy, I, I, you know, his heart was right. He was just very zealous, uh, you know, very jealous, I mean, very zealous and assumed that, uh, that they understood Calvary, how they uh, did things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he was really pushing, and these guys were not real convinced that's the direction they wanted to go because it was just... It, Jeremy was real straightforward with a lot of things, uh, and they weren't open to receive that because they'd never heard. Exactly, yeah. Because so, we know this is a good, this is a blessing. Exactly. This is a good thing. But that wasn't communicated. Yeah, so well. we, we, we kind of came to that place. Mm, I don't think Jeremy's going to be the fit. Yeah. And, and again, not to take away from Jeremy, and, and I haven't seen him no, since. No, that so. brings up something about working, like when you're going to church plant in an area, especially in a different culture like that you know, working together with the existing churches that are there. Because we're not in here trying to say, hey, everybody move aside. You know, Calvary Chapel is coming in, Cultivate's coming in, CGN's coming in. You know, now now the real church is about to be planted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been here for a hundred years, but... And we're going to tell you how to do it. Let me tell you, isn't this great what we're going to do? So, I mean, well, how was that? I mean, the, Well, for me, what I appreciated was, and this is something that I don't know if I learned it. I just felt it. Like whenever you go to a neighborhood or any place that you've not ever been at before, uh, whether it's here in the United States, uh, something, a phrase that we always use, you need to go spy out the land. Yeah. You need to go see what the people are like. Uh, can you even have a relationship with these people? Are they going to accept you or not? So that relational thing for me was, okay, are we going to connect, first of all? And then if we can't connect, then I have to... But for me, I would, are, are we on the same page as far as doctrine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not necessarily how you teach, but is the doctrine solid? Yeah. But I think the relational part uh, is, is very, very crucial. Because you need to, I, I, I feel we need to build friendships before you can go any further. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, you, you have to have this communication and this, this same desire, being like-minded. Yeah. You know, what are we doing this for? Yeah. Is it just to start a church or is it to reach people for the kingdom? Mm -hmm. Amen. So, that's so good. And so that's why I went. I, I wanted to see what Irish people were really like. Because all I've heard about <laughs> Irish people is they just get drunk, man. <laughs> they just party hardy. You know? It's like, let's go see if that's what they're Is like. that how Jeff talked you into going? He's like, hey, it's great. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm Irish. Yeah, I was just curious. I was going to say, is Jeff, are you Irish? Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> I was just curious because we had been at other in other countries. Yeah. And... Um, so, yeah, I, I just wanted to see what it was like. And, and so yeah. kind of, I, I just really appreciated the heart of the people. When you got back from that trip and you were working together with these guys and then on subsequent trips after that, what was the process of you in your mind kind of saying, we want to get behind this, we want to do this? Like, at what point did you feel that happen? <clears throat> Gosh, I'm, I think it was on the second trip. And we had been praying, and I had taken one of our elders with us. And uh, I think my wife also went on one of the trips. And when we, we were kind of just looking and, and, and praying and thinking, I thought, you know, let's see what God wants to do. And if we can be a part of it, we will be. Mm -hmm. To what extent, we don't know at this point. Yeah. And we saw the heart of John. He does have, he is an evangelist. Uh, and he can reach people. He's just, 
because of his being the surfing champion. And yeah. surfing's really yeah, big. Yeah. It was a big draw. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah, a big draw. Awesome. And so <clears throat> getting to know them and then just waiting to see, okay, so if that's going to happen, then if a church is going to be planted, you're going to need a pastor. Yeah. And it's kind of important in a church plant. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's interesting is we weren't, I at least was not thinking someone from the States, but someone that was an Irish guy. Yeah. And as opposed to bringing someone over, planting a missionary and planting a yep. church. Yep. And, and so when, <clears throat> when Jeff introduced us to John, then we met uh, Nigel and his wife, and then we were introduced to Steve Bull. And he eventually became the pastor, and that's who we began to support. Is he the pastor currently? Uh, he had some things, not bad things, okay. that he just had to pull away. <laughs> no, I just want to make, <laughs> yeah, yeah, make that clear. Because no, you know, no, clarify. you never he, know, man, it wasn't, day and age. it wasn't any failing. He just felt that it was time for him to kind of move back. But down. he's the one that pastored that church yeah, for, for 10 years. 10 years, wow. Yeah. And it was incredible. Uh, we sat, and, and I spoke with him and asked him, well, what's on your heart um are you be at the time he didn't live in the area that this church was going to be planted but he felt a draw there and he lived i don't know how far is donegal from there do you remember uh, jeff uh, it's quite a ways five hours yeah yeah it's, 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 it's quite, quite a ways. ways it was up north but he was willing to sell his business mm -hmm. sell us home and move his family. And so he, you knew at that point, this guy's serious. Well, yeah, he was really serious because he wanted to meet me alone. And he says, you know, here's, here's what's on my heart. And I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. But he was willing. And Amen. I went, okay. So, uh, and I had my elder, one of our elders with us at the time. So we both met with him. <clears throat> and uh, I said, you know, we'll pray about it, Steve. Yeah, you know, and at, at this point, you know that usually means no in Calvary Chapel cir circles. Yeah. Chuck Smith said that to me one time. I mentioned <laughs> this on another show, but <laughs> he said because uh, we were in Uganda, I said, Pastor Chuck, you know, I was at a conference, Marietta, I think. You know, I was young; I was like late twenties. Pastor Chuck, it would be great if you could come over to Uganda. We've got a Bible college there. The students are, you know, this and that. And he was the big smile and everything. He was happy about it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll pray about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone told me later, that, you know that means no, it right? It means no. <laughs> well, for us, it wasn't no. I just wanted to see, okay, so how, how deep are we going to go with this Yeah, thing? yeah. Because... Counting the cost. Yeah. Yep. I mean, does that how it went, Jeff? Do you recall it being like yeah, that? Yeah, there was one detail I wanted to add that I thought was really cool how God works is... So John and I and Jimmy had this great relationship and I knew Steve and Leslie and I was excited that they were going to be doing this. And and I remember Steve pulling uh, Jimmy inside and said, hey, I want to meet with you privately. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Right. And I thought, OK. And then Jimmy came back and Jimmy tells me, he goes, Make yeah, sure Steve Jeff's really not there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, you know, at first I was like, what what's happening here? What's going on? And what what ended up was so God, though, yeah. is that Steve needed an older, um, an older, wiser, I'll say wiser, um, wiser man. Yeah, I'll say it, that, too. Yeah, that had been <laughs> had been running a church for many years. You know, I'd only been doing it for two years. And so, you know, Steve 
saw that and the Lord uh, showed Steve that, hey, I want Jimmy to mentor me. And um, and so that's when Jimmy started meeting with Steve pretty regularly. Right. And I just thought that was really cool because as Jimmy was saying, one of the things that I didn't realize at that time was there should be an assessment, you know, um, and I thought, oh, yeah, John could do this. Steve, could, anybody could do this. But that's not the truth. The truth no, of the no, matter no. is that. And that's something else is that not only assessment, but that follow up, that mentorship and what we call it in cultivate is the coaching aspect of mm -hmm. it. That, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times in the olden days, even when I was getting started, it was like, you know, maybe here's a little bit of money. Here's a few people. Let me pray for you in front of the church. And then you're on your God own. God bless you, brother. Let's, or, you know, we're yeah. praying for you. But that ongoing mentorship coaching relationship is so valuable i love i mean that's one of the reasons in my mind after hearing this story a couple of times that it succeeded is because you're yeah. you're willing you're not willing just to put money into it but you're willing to put time and care into yeah. this guy yeah well we <clears throat> what ended up happening once we made the commitment we would go over there uh twice a year and just spend a week there yeah. With Steve, you know, I would do some things and then we'd take a team over and they would work uh, helping out uh, whatever needed to be done. But with that, though, it, it also opened up the door for us to meet other guys that were there. Um, that's where I met Clay mm -hmm. and Mike Neglia. Yeah. Yeah. And, Mike's over uh, in, uh, <clears throat> so not, it wasn't just one relationship and one church plant. It developed into something. It, more. it developed it, into helping Clay also when yeah. Clay was there that's in really Waterford. Great. I remember we, we would take a team over there. Uh, and we'd spend a t some time with with uh, with Steve and the church there, La Hinch, and then we'd travel over to uh, <clears throat> Waterford mm -hmm. and help uh, Clay when he was getting a new building. We, we did some stuff with them. Then when they had conferences, they had some Calvary Chapel conferences. We would take a team over and uh, uh, do all the childcare for them, so mm -hmm. that everyone could attend. So we started building this relationship with mm -hmm. the Irish people. You know, yeah. just showing, hey, listen, we want to serve you people. Um, we know you can't go. And our people at the church were just stoked over the opportunity to go to Ireland. Um, how many miles away is Rancho Cucamonga, California, and Ireland? I, it's thousands and thousands. I mean, you're on the other side of the world. I don't know. I never calculated the miles. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> it's a great story and because you're just so far away but had such an impact in this region. I think that's... Um, that's amazing. But Jeff, coming back to you, this is kind of seeing what you had a vision for in the first place, but were unable to kind of, you wouldn't have been able to do it without Jimmy and their church. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, being a smaller church and having a heart to plant churches, you know, um, you know, we needed we need we needed other people to work together you know one of the one of the sayings at, at cgn is together we can do more than we can separately yeah that's great. and i have realized that reality many times we've planted churches and we've been part of church plants in cambodia and india uh south central la none of these i did on my own um but it was me and other churches coming alongside and jeff do and you doing that. i mean one of the big uh, I think takeaways from this is getting these pastors from bigger churches to get boots on the ground, to meet these guys, to see the potential. What are the, what are some of the other things that maybe in the relationship with Jimmy and some of these other pastors that, cause you've, you've been doing this, Jeff, as a smaller church, planting churches, 
like what are some of the what's your <laughs> i'm trying to think of a better way to say it than like a sales pitch but well, like what's your <laughs> pitch to them like <laughs> how do you get these churches for, yeah because i'm thinking about the guy who he doesn't maybe he doesn't know as many people as you or whatever is it relationships is it contacts is it like uh you you're cold calling these churches and saying, hey, I've got an opportunity for you in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. You what know, do you tell us the secret, Jeff? Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> prayer. I can't, I can't, <laughs> yeah, definitely prayer. Amen. I can't say at all that we've reinvented the wheel. God has used Calvary Chapel this way for decades, but it's all been organic. Yeah. You know, and now as, the, as there's nearly 2,000 Calvary chapels, Many of us don't have relationships with all of those churches. And yes, I mean, I have stayed awake at night thinking, what about that little mom and pop church in Montana that has 30 adults and they have one young guy that just loves the Lord and wants to go out and plant a church, but can't because the pastor of a 30 person church is literally cleaning the bathrooms and doing yeah, worship yeah. and, he have and time everything to think else. about sending this yeah. guy out. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, and so I've built relationships with some churches, larger churches that have been so gracious in coming alongside and helping in those areas. Um, you know, in my vision and my view, I, I imagine thousands, if not hundreds, hundreds or thousands of churches looking at it from that perspective and saying, hey, let's all do this together. Together, yeah. You well, know, yeah, um, you're familiar with them because Cultivate is just getting really started. Our vision is um, to plant a thousand churches yeah. in 10 years. And you first hear that vision and you think, whoa, that doesn't sound really possible. But you're talking about a network of churches, not only within CGN, but even CCA and the Calvary Chapel family at large where we could network together to really accomplish this, especially since some of the bigger churches may not have the vision or the guy or the, you know, like the 30 person church has that guy. How can we network these guys together in order to see the great commission fulfilled and churches planted? And that's why, um, I mean, Jeff, you know this about Cultivate. That's why it's one of the biggest initiatives of uh, CGN is because that is the heart of the network to plant more churches to see the gospel spread yeah that's exactly right and um i'm so excited at the potential um the cultivate team has done such a great job in setting up the systems and uh that need to happen to plant a thousand churches but uh, that will not ha- that will not happen without partnership. That's right. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. And, and that's so- one of the reasons why we're we're doing this podcast. We're getting the word out. We're telling stories like this because I think a lot of times it's like, you know, guys don't know that they can actually be part of this. They're not too small or even too big. Um, and uh, so I think getting that word the word out and, and networking like that is so important. Can and you're going to do that, right, Jeff? You're going to call everyone. He's the director. Oh yeah, what was your what was your title again? <laughs> director of development. Director of development. It's just, yeah. a, it's just a bougie sounding position that simply means exactly what we've been talking about: exactly. trying to connect people together, to work together, to partner together, with the resources and uh, the funding needed to plant churches. So yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah uh, just thinking about you know listening to you guys talk um with jeff and i 
it wasn't a, a like a, a, a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking the same thing. How do you how do you get these? How do you get us all together? Yeah. You know how do, how's that gonna you know start occurring without having to sound like a sales pitch? You mm-hmm. know, sales pitch. You know, yeah, like yeah. I've got this guy over here. Or we're thinking about this. You want to come and help us? Um, as opposed to let's build a friendship first because that's how it was with Jeff and I. We were building a friendship. Yeah. You know, and, and we, we connected in, in, in Israel because we did the trip together. MacArthur, um, MacArthur, MacArthur, there we go. <laughs> MacArthur came, came along <clears throat> and uh, it was kind of like, McCarthy. I'm going to go over there to Ireland. Yeah. Would you like to come? Sure, why not? Um, so there wasn't, it wasn't like Jeff was saying, can you come alongside? Yeah, it wasn't a hard sales pitch. It, it was What do you think is the balance, Jeff? Because there's also the other side of, like, if you wait for something to happen organically, some of these guys don't have the relationships to, to, for that to happen. I mean, God can do, you know, anything oh, yeah, he right. wants uh, sovereignly. But uh, uh, what's the balance between, um, you know, getting the uh, structure in place to make this happen and then just letting it happen so it doesn't feel too forced? Because I know a lot of times some of these, even like church planning programs, they feel very canned, like one-size-fits-all, packaged kind of sales pitchy thing. I mean, what's the balance here? Oh man, this is the beauty of Calvary Chapel, and this is this is something I will preach until the day I die. <laughs> and that is that the Calvary Chapel movement was a movement, Spirit of God. Yeah, we don't want that to go away. We want the Spirit of God to move in pastors' hearts and minds to be unified together or to be in unity together in the way that we plant churches and to have that we all have the kingdom of God is our main interest, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's, that's the balancing thing. That's why I didn't, I didn't Mm -hmm. force Jimmy or try to convince Jimmy. This is a good thing. I invited Jimmy because Jimmy and I were walking in the spirit together. That's how our relationship was built. That's great. It still is. And it still is. Yeah. I mean, after all these years, Jimmy still likes me. Yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> okay, you'll get your 100 bucks here pretty it's, quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you get paid after the episode. No, I love that because isn't that the way it was? It was, found, it was started by and through the Holy Spirit. I, the Holy Spirit. I, just to throw this in, Brian, I, I don't know how you would view it, Jeff. I think that maybe having some way to communicate to others, hey, listen, I have a heart for this, and would you pray alongside me, or would you come alongside, or maybe you've thought about, you know, let's say uh, Panama, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know if you, if that's on your radar or not, but here's what I as a pastor am feeling, and I've tried to be open to, <clears throat> uh, whenever I've been a place, I don't do it that often anymore. Uh, but I've always tried to been I've always tried to be open that when I hear about an area, and it sounds like someone's communicating that something could happen there, uh, I I would just say okay I'm going to pray about this mm-hmm. and uh, let's just go see what's up, and we did that in Panama. Okay. And so <clears throat> my uh, elder and I, one of my uh, guys on staff, uh, we had heard about. Panama, and we met this kid at a conference in Guatemala concerning Panama. And so I said, 
let's go down there, let's give this guy a call. Mm. And so we gave him a call, <clears throat> and he was Panamanian. And <laughs> I got kind of scared after he picked us up at the airport because he picked us up with this mean-looking guy. I mean, on the outward, you were going like, dude, this guy could, he doesn't look real safe, you know. <laughs> and as soon as we leave the airport, the car breaks down out in the middle of nowhere. Uh -oh. And I'm looking at Joe, and I'm going like, Joe, when I say Ren, run as fast as you can. <laughs> but anyway, I guess what I'm saying is we went and I did, we did the same thing. I, we started to build a relationship. He took us to some of the varios there in, in, outside of Panama City. And we began to see that this is an opportunity to do something. So we took some teams, showed the Jesus movie, did some outreaches, took a translator with us because I don't speak Spanish that well. People were getting coming to the Lord everywhere, yeah. but we didn't plant a church. Mm. And I'm saying this because the result of us going down there, uh, Bertin Almasan, who is now at Beachside Calvary Chapel, heard that we had been going down there. And um, uh, he was interested in Panama. So he says, hey, Jimmy, can you take me down there and introduce me to this guy that you've been talking to? And I go, sure, man, let's, come on, let's go. So we went down there, and he went with us, and a year later, he moved his wife and everybody down there, and they planted a church. Wow. Now he's back. So I guess what I'm saying is the same thing happened in Guatemala. Yeah. We started supporting a young couple. They were non-Calvary people that we heard of, and they needed some aid. Huh. So we went to visit them, and we thought, you know, these people are, this couple's just doing a, a great work here in this place. Yeah. So we started supporting them. As a result of that, some Calvary chapels began, but we weren't, we were the ones that kind of like spied out the land and we said, hey, listen, yep. here's where you need to go. Yep. You know, look up this guy, look up that other guy, and, and we made the connections. And now there's some Calvary chapels there. Now we did plant one Calvary chapel in, in Guatemala City, mm. uh, and that one came, went kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was because <laughs> it's a long story. Uh, but I guess man. when I, I, Maybe I guess for another I, episode. Huh? <clears throat> yeah, I guess what I'm saying, uh, Brian, is, uh, you know, if, if if we could figure out a way to just put out, I have a heart for this. Anyone else out there have a heart for this area? Yeah. Let's meet. Yeah. And let's see if we can gel together. I love it. And all for the kingdom of God. Yeah. Not I planted. Church, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. We planted a church, and we've yeah. got this work. That who cares, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're really. trying to build our own kingdom. Exactly. Of the I don't really care. That's you know. That's, that's why you're doing. That's why you're succeeding at it. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. It's no, so one 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 last thing, Jimmy. If you could do, and we'll get this from Jeff too. If you could do things a little bit different, I kind of phrase this as what I wish I would have known, like back then, that I know now. What would I may have uh, done differently? And then we'll get you, Jeff, and uh, you know, I, answer I, that. I saw your question there uh, that you sent me, and I, <laughs> you know, I or nothing, maybe, yeah. If it's you know, I don't think I would have done anything differently. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I say that is, and I don't want to sound real spiritual. No, no, we know you. We're not. This is. It's kind of like, and Jeff, Jeff knows, has known me for quite some time. I really enjoy just following the lead of the Spirit, mm. and it's kind of like. If, if, if God's giving me this feeling like it's going to cost a little bit, 
it's uh, you know there's going to be a little bit of uh, a real commitment here mm -hmm. uh, then I'm willing to do that if it's of you Lord amen and I'll just go for it so I don't think I would change myself I don't think I would change anything if I would I would involve more people yeah and made it a lot yeah, broader yeah, yeah. say hey listen this is what's going on you're yeah. welcome to come on yeah. board it's not it's not our work maybe some minor adjustments but overall you feel good about what the lord did oh yeah that's I a just, good testimony man yeah i i, I don't look testimony. back and say gee i wish we would have planted no, a church in no. panama yeah. you know, <laughs> so we could get the yeah. glory for it. it's like yeah. no that's yeah. not what it's about when you're led by the spirit you look back there's no regrets no awesome no. jeff what about you one thing if you could have done it different or what you wish you would have known then? Yeah, I. it was such a great learning experience for me. Um, it's really, I would say that that church plant in Ireland was the one thing that um, got me so excited about church. And, and we just kept doing that, that same sort of thing. And I've learned, I've, I've learned a lot since then. Um, I guess the biggest thing for me is, you know, just trusting that God is going to do this, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and relying on him and, and waiting and listening to the Holy Spirit in that. So, Amen. yeah, I don't know that I would do anything different. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I, I might now, you know, do something different, but at the time I wouldn't want it to be any different. Awesome. <laughs> Man, I love you guys so much. I feel like we could talk about this forever, but we'll have you back on another show. Thanks, Jimmy. Brian. We'll have you here and uh, Jeff, of course. But thanks so much for telling this story. Thank because, you. No, man, it's my pleasure because I have a heart for this. I know Jeff does and Jimmy obviously do, but I love that ending on that note of you're following the Holy Spirit. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. And sometimes we're trying to overplan this, you know, but our, is the Lord leading? Yeah. Is the Lord leading? Exactly. All right. I love you guys. Love you both. And, um, We'll get you next time. And if you have questions out there and you want to get started in church planting, this is exactly why we've started up Cultivate. And you can go online, cultivatechurchplanting.com. We'll connect you with guys like Jimmy. We'll connect you with guys like Jeff. And, um, you know, there's a there's an easy way to get started. If, it, if that's what your heart is, finances should be the furthest thing from your mind. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Because if it's God doing it, you don't have to worry about yeah. that. All, you, all we need to be concerned is, God, how are you going to use me in the whole scheme of your plan? Mm. And whether it's going to be a lifetime commitment for our church or whether it's going to be just a six-month commitment. But whatever the fruit might be, that's what we want. Yep. And so if guys are thinking, I don't know if I can afford it, don't worry about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... So true, so true. Yeah, and even for those, if there's any of you bigger churches out there that want to get connected to some of these young, young guys that don't have the finances, don't have the support, don't have the mentors or coaches, it's the same website, cultivatechurchplanting.com. And our heart is planting churches uh, by God's grace and by His Spirit. Please, Lord, um, we want to see a thousand churches in 10 years. So Amen. God bless you guys. Love to have you on the you, show. Brian. And, uh, bless you, Jeff. Yeah, we'll have you again. Hey, thanks for joining us today at the Cultivate Church Planting Podcast. For more information on church planting or to get involved with the Cultivate program, visit cultivatechurchplanting.com. You can also find us on social media and YouTube at Cultivate Church Planting. We'll see you next time.